welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm your host, Kevin Millard. Thank you very much for joining me this morning on the program. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope your uh, week has been uh, going reasonably well. Uh, goodness, it's uh, it's been quite the week. It certainly has. Um, boy, oh boy. Yeah, I've been a couple of, you know, they always say March Madness or whatever. Yeah, it's uh, always just a crazy time of the year. What with all the basketball and, of course, dealing with all the weather and certainly... Uh, my thoughts go out to, uh, to everyone who's been affected by all this flooding uh, and high water. Um, what a, I, I mean, I, I know a few people that have had are dealing with water in their basement, and uh, I had just a, a little bit. It was more of a pain in the butt than anything else. Fortunately, nothing got damaged, but you know, other people, you know, with finished basements, and it's just a mess. And I know this morning here, as a matter of fact. <clears throat> was uh was up early anyway. I know they're uh, uh, doing some evacuations uh, up in Dodge, up in Trempolo County there. Looks like uh, maybe an ice jam or something has blocked the Trempolo River, and now it's starting to back up into uh, into Dodge. So uh, certainly uh, thoughts go out to everyone up in that area as well, and uh, certainly a big thanks to all the fire departments and volunteers who have helped out during all the uh, all of this flooding with you know sandbagging and pumping out and just trying to to move the water and uh, get that uh, get that out of there I mean that's just you know, we had to deal with that last year and <clears throat> you know now having to go through all that again in a lot of the same places it's just uh so it seems a little, I, I don't know, it just seems a little bit, I don't want to, I mean, don't need to be trivial about it or whatever, but yeah, we'll talk a little bit about fishing this morning here and just getting outdoors. Maybe you need a break and uh, need a little uh, escape, if you will, and certainly uh, try to provide a little bit of that this morning here. You know, there is a little, and actually I was, I was when I, I talked to Jared up at Fat Cat this morning, I was kind of surprised that, uh, uh, well, fishing anyway, at least the last couple of days, I, I don't know about like, you know, Thursday, Friday or whatever, but uh, people were out catching fish. There were people out on the ice. The big issue right now, and I, I guess with the thaw, it's not that surprising, Um is that uh, um, you know there is ice out there? Uh, he was saying you know there was like you know in spots there were like eight, 18 inches of ice. So I mean that's you know pretty good, uh, pretty good ice yet. Um, but the the whole issue is is getting out there um, between the ice melt and the ice shoves, if you will, you know, where the ice gets pushed up on the shore, and just the plain ice melting away from the shore, uh, that's that's going to be the tricky part is just, you know, getting out there. I mean, I remember last time I went out, and, and this was a few weeks ago now, you know, it was, it was already kind of a little, uh, I don't want to say watery, but, I mean, there was just a little water on the, the shoreline there where we went out, and it's like, okay. So, yeah, I mean, it's... It is that time of the year, and we certainly have had uh, between the high water and all the the runoff melting and everything. It's uh, kind of iffy on that ice, so just just be really, really, really careful uh, if you have to uh, if you are headed out out today. Um, but yeah, that's gonna and that's gonna continue to to be that way now. And, uh, I mean, we'll get some below freezing evenings probably to solidify things just a little bit, but uh, still it's uh, going to be awfully wet. And there is, <laughs> and if you want to, you know, if you want to make a good purchase, if you haven't already, buy your ice cleats, you know, the strap-on ones or whatever that, you know, you can strap onto the bottom of your boots, whatever. Um, 
there is nothing worse than uh, wet ice, you know, ice with water on top. I mean, that's just slick stuff. And I know firsthand. <laughs> um, I haven't sprawled myself out on it yet, but uh, I speak from past experience. Yeah, that's, I mean, you know, ice, you know, it, it's it's a little slick, but there are times when, uh, whew, it's a little, uh, a little challenging. And when it gets wet on top, that gets that layer of water, boy, it, it's, that's treacherous going. If you're young, maybe you can be okay. You know, it's like, okay, but as you get older, like I am, uh, Falling down is harder to get back from, certainly. And, you know, uh, where I work, you know, uh, up at the TV station, you know, we listen to the, we've got the scanner on a lot, and, you know, I hear people falling down on the ice. Boy, I heard that a lot this week. Um, and, I, you know, so just eh, just be careful if you're you're headed out there. Uh, talk a little bit more about that uh, later on. But, uh, you know, again, uh, if you do get out, um, uh, surprisingly, the the water wasn't quite as, uh, um, at least it was a couple of days ago, like I said, wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It wasn't, uh, it, it, I kind of figured it would all be um, dirty and things like that. But I, I'm I'm thinking now that maybe, I mean, with the snow and, and all the run, it, it just, it's just, I want to say it's not pure water, but I mean, it's, cleaner water anyway that's that's washing in it's not that you know the muddy mud dirt all that kind of stuff uh we haven't gotten to that point yet but uh if you do get out um the cool thing is it sounds like the perch bite is is really starting to uh really starting to pick up you know if you can get out there and find them um you can do pretty well with uh, with the perch so that's uh that's pretty cool uh the other thing too uh the panfish crappies bluegills um we're biting the other day, really on uh, on any color. Um, I don't know if they were just kind of anticipating. I don't know if they can get a sense of high water. I don't know if it's maybe a pressure thing or, or not, but uh, maybe they were just kind of you know stocking up and, and bulking up a little bit, figuring that you know the water was going to be a little it was going to be a little challenging there. So, but uh, they they were biting on on just about anything too, and some decent sizes as well. Um, the Northern bite has, uh, has picked up here too, which, you know, we're going to get this time of year. Uh, so that's, uh, that's encouraging as well. And I mean, the Northern bite for the most, although the, the Northern bite, uh, really this, uh, this winter has been, uh, I think fairly consistent, uh, fairly decent. So, um, that's, that's good to see, you know, just a big old shiner and, like I said, you find some good ice or whatever, uh, you know, tip up and everything. Walleye fishing, eh, don't know. Uh, really can't say for sure. Um, as far as uh, the water goes, um, it's still so-so, you know. Getting some reports uh, earlier in the week down south, uh, the Genoa or whatever. But I know that that water just, <clears throat> I was say blew up, but I mean that just got completely uh, jacked up from the water. I mean it it went up several feet uh, in just a, a couple of days here. So I mean that's you know, maybe if you can find them in the backwaters, but I don't know about. Uh, at the main channel there. And I'm not really, not really seeing much in the way of, uh, not seeing much in the way of reports. So it's, like I said, it's going to be a little challenging. Certainly don't know if I'd want to tell you to get out on the, the main channel there right now in lacrosse. I mean, it's, you know, I'm looking at the chart here and it was at about six feet on Wednesday. It is now at 10 feet. So it's come up, uh, pretty significantly here and it's looking to top out at a right around uh 11 8 sometime uh, sometime on monday 
is uh, is what the chart is is showing here at the moment. So going to have a few days of uh, challenging water here. Unfortunately, uh, the chart um, is showing that it's going to last into next, you know, that high water is going to last into next week. Um, I wish it would come down a little faster, but can't do can't do much about that. Uh, got a lot of uh, a lot of water out there to move through. So, but yeah, and and just looking at some of the other uh, data here, or whatever, I'm actually kind of surprised considering the water levels. Anyway, that uh, um, the flow is not as high as I would have thought it would be. Um, Checking the info this morning here, anyway, up at uh, up at Dresback, the the flow is sitting at fifty thousand cubic feet per second. It was forty seven eight at Trempolo, a um, little more down in Genoa at sixty seven, uh, in Linksville eighty seven thousand. Um, so, you know, like I said, I'm kind of surprised it wasn't a little a little higher than that, but uh, just given the amount of water, so. I think we're going to be dealing with that for uh, a little while yet, anyhow. Or as uh, Jerry was saying, you know, you could skip the fishing, and now that the snow is melting anyway, do some shed hunting. So, <laughs> which which probably maybe a little muddy, but might be a little more might be a little more productive. So, hey, you know, it's just a matter of uh, of getting outdoors. I mean, and and you know. Forecast-wise, it's not going to be bad. 39 this weekend, into the 40s, into the 50s, mid-50s later next week, which uh, which is nice. That will, although that will certainly uh, speed up the process of uh, that ice melt anyway. So, but yeah, just uh, just be careful if you are uh, you're headed out there. And uh, just you know, as far as the the streams go, too, uh, probably a little muddy here. I'm looking at the the report here from the Driftless Angler from uh, actually yesterday, but uh, um, water is high, not surprising, and uh, a little muddy right now, but should start dropping slowly here. Okay, guess not. Okay, thought I had a phone call, but uh, so yeah, it'll. Even I think trout fishing might be a little challenging at the moment here. So, but ah, might be a good weekend to just kind of uh, stay home and get everything ready to go. I just got a new catalog, an outdoor catalog from Fleet Farm <laughs> yesterday. So I'm trying to paw through that. I'm like, I don't need this. I don't need that cool i don't but like oh well that would be hey that would be kind of you know so getting back into gear acquisition syndrome for the uh upcoming open water season here <laughs> ah it's a problem i deal with on a regular basis so but it's a it's a that's a good problem to have so but anyhow gonna take a, a short break it's eight twenty two. i'm back in just a, a few moments with more of wkty outdoors on this uh March 16th, Saturday morning. Stick around. More on the way on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Chris, can you put the video game controller down for a second? I can talk and play. Oh, I'm totally annihilating this punk kid in Nebraska. I just feel like you're not acting like a grown-up in our relationship. M2, M2! Well, you know, you still ride your skateboard to work, there's the comic book collection, the race car bed... Look, I'm young at heart, but I put money to my 401k every paycheck. 
I picked up a few savings tips at feedthepig.org. I have control of my financial life now, and that feels pretty grown up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. Putting some money from every paycheck into a savings account or contributing to your 401k can make a big difference later. For free ideas and easy tips on ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. So, I bet I look like a grown-up to you now. Well, except for the footy pajamas, I'd have to agree. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. The 2018 Milwaukee Bucks are on a roll, and WKTY has all the action. Join WKTY for Bucks basketball throughout the NBA season. Ted Davis and the Bucks Radio Network bring you the call home and away. Milwaukee Bucks basketball and WKTY is brought to you by Mr. Electric, Vernon Communications, Bagnevsky Heating and Air Conditioning, and Schaefer Woodworking. Follow the 2018 Milwaukee Bucks as they march towards the NBA playoffs on your station for Bucks basketball. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. The Veteran Benefit Bonanza is designed to help all veterans in the Cooley region and the surrounding area. I'm Scott. I'm third generation military now. I served in the Army from 1992 through 95. Gus Fimple. I was a chief petty officer in the U.S. Navy. I was in for about 12 years. I didn't even know it was coming up. Didn't really look at what was available for years. Uh, going on 20 now. I can't believe it's been 20 years since I really looked at this. This is exactly the reason why we're having the Benefit Bonanza. These are your benefits that you earned, that you need to go down there and take advantage of them. Otherwise, they're just going to go to waste. It's a great place to start with finding out what it is that's available for you. I did it. My wife is currently taking advantage of that, and I'm sure my children will. The whole point of the Veteran Benefit Bonanza was to put in under one roof. If you or a family member are a veteran, or if you provide care for a veteran, make sure you attend the Veterans Benefit Bonanza at the Radisson Hotel, Thursday, March 28th from 11 to 6. Heck yeah, I'm going. WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It is coming up on 8.26. And before hopping back into chatting, chatting about fishing anyway, a quick look at the sports calendar for today. Uh, just pretty much CBS Sports uh, across the board here. Unfortunately, we don't have any uh, uh, basketball to bring you. Hoping to bring you maybe Bangor or Central, but uh, unfortunately, oh. Both teams had great seasons. Boy, those were heartbreaking losses. Mm. Probably a couple. I, 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 I'm going to be hard pressed to say that those, to say that those aren't, weren't two of the best games uh, that'll be played during the tournament. And uh, mm. great seasons for both teams. Congratulations to both of them for making it uh, back to state. That's hard enough, but. And uh, tough losses, but again, great seasons for both uh, both Central and Bangor. Fun to uh, fun to watch. Great kids across the board. Um, it was just, uh, and those were fun games to watch, uh, no doubt about it. But uh, we do have some basketball for you uh, coming up tomorrow. Uh, the Bucks are playing a Sunday afternoon game. Um, the uh, Phoenix Suns are coming to town. Uh, we'll have the pregame getting underway at two o'clock. Uh, this afternoon or tomorrow afternoon, I should say, uh, as the uh, Bucks continue to uh, to win, they beat the Heat last night. Uh, came back from what was it twenty something down, twenty twenty something down to to win that game, and uh, that was nice. So again, that's starting at two o'clock. And then for uh, you auto racing fans, we've got uh, on our sister station WIZM the Auto Club Four Hundred. That'll be starting at one thirty tomorrow afternoon. Again, on our sister station, 1410 AM, WIZM. So, give that a uh, give that a listen. Wanted to mention, too, that uh, WKTY Outdoors, again, is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. So, let's, uh, let's talk, I mean, you know, dealing with the... Uh, the weather this past week, well, you know, first all the snow and everything, and now uh, all the melting and 
flooding and everything else. I mean, ugh. and again, we're just not, you know, we're going to be dealing with it for a, a little bit here. Um, but again, you know, the possibility of, of, you know, if you can get out there and, and uh, safely do so, of course, um, the fishing is uh, is decent. So, which which is a good thing. But again, you know, it's still uh, tough to deal with, you know, those elements, you know, if you're able to get out on a boat, if you can find some open water. Um, don't know about fishing from shore, but you know, again, if you can get some, get out on the ice there, that's, uh, that'll be the big challenge. So, but again, it, like I said it, it, earlier, you know, do, do everything safely right now. I mean, with that high water and every, you just don't want to, just don't want to be messing around. You know, just, you know, walking to get out there is one thing and certainly uh, driving to uh, uh, get to those places as well is uh, um, a challenge. And, you know, there are certainly a number of roads that are blocked and all that. That's just adding to everything. But if you do, you know, if you do get out there, um, you know, you do get into a boat, whatever, hey, you know, Make sure you got all the safety gear with you. Um, wear a life jacket because you know if you fall in, it's you know just because it, it's warmer air temperature wise doesn't mean the water's warmed up. Uh, looking this morning here, every you know it's still in that uh, thirty-two. I guess there was one place where it was thirty-three, but uh, um, yeah, it's uh, going to be over pretty quickly if you uh, would happen to fall in and uh don't take proper precautions you know, best thing too if you're you know going out take a buddy along uh you know um they can help you out if you get in trouble or vice versa but again uh again safety is the uh the key word there just uh, just be safe make sure you got all the you know the spud and the rope and the ice picks and ice cleats and everything just be safe we're getting to that point where the ice is starting to become a little bit treacherous or a lot, depending on how things go. So, but anyway, let's, uh, uh, uh move on here to talking a little bit about, uh, about fish, uh, you know, finding fish this spring, uh, you know, let's start with location. I mean, you're not going to find walleyes in the middle of the main channel suspending, you know, even though the flow isn't up that high, it's still, high enough anyway, but you're just not going to find them there, you know? So, you know, in, in some cases, or well, in, in this case anyway, you know, you're eliminating water, which is, you know, part of the, trying to figure out the equation and everything. And you haven't even dropped a line in the water, you know, whether it's a nice fishing rod or a regular rod, whatever, you know, it still leaves, you know, a decent amount of water to, to, to try to cover. And you can still whittle that down even more. Um, you know, look for a place that those fish can call home, if you will. You know, a place out of the current where they can just wait to ambush their prey. You know, and we're getting to the point now where I wouldn't, you know, yeah, the water's 32 now, but, you know, we're not that far away. We're going to get, you know, it's going to be 56 next Friday. I mean, so that water is going to start to warm up here, you know. So that means the fish are going to get more active. They're going to get geared up for spawning. Um, but they're going to want a place where they can just kind of lay back and, and wait for a meal rather than expend a lot of energy fighting water for uh, uh, to get to it. And you know, one thing about with the high water anyway, and I, I maybe aren't seeing it quite yet, but I, I think... I'm kind of looking down the road a few weeks here with what I'm sharing today. Um, you know, when we get the the last of kind of that snow melt and everything, and we're going to start to get more uh, debris, if you will, but in a good way, somewhat for the fish. Yeah, that's going to muddy the water up a little bit, but, you know, it's also going to start, you know, washing in bugs, worms, uh, things like that that are going to... Uh, jumpstart the uh the food chain if you will into uh into spring and like it but you know like i said though yeah the water is going to get stirred up a little bit but 
And, and I'll talk more about bait in a couple of moments here, but uh, kind of wanted to finish my thoughts here on locations. You know, don't get stuck in a rut and look at only like one spot, like, you know, maybe up by the lock and dam or something like that. You know, look for shallow locations all along the river, you know, where you can find some of that slack water or slower currented water. Um, you know, look for spots where there's maybe potentially some warmer water running into the, uh, into the river. You know, it's going to draw the smaller organisms that the bait fish eat, which in turn get eaten by, you know, the walleyes and other fish and so on and so forth. Um, you know, and there's little streams, inlets, things like that, that those are the kind of places I'm thinking about, um, In terms of cover, you know, flooded brush or flooded timber are places to, to also check out uh, along the shorelines and whatnot. Um, and, you know, I, I think that's a, that, that those are going to be places where you're going to see boats congregating um, when the water, like I said, when it some of that ice clears and things like that um, here probably... Uh, yeah, very soon. I mean, there's some open water out there, and I think, I mean, obviously it's going to continue to open up, but like I said, I'm, I'm trying to be a little optimistic and look, at, look down the road here a little ways here, you know. But, yeah, you know, they're looking, you know, boats are uh, going to be out there, you know, on those cover areas, and, and that's that's a good idea, you know. Anything that's going to give, like a walleye, for example, a break from the current, you know, whether it's it's timber rocks, you know, wing dam, you know, all these spots are, are great to check out for fish. Um, and again, it doesn't have to be anything terribly complicated. Um, you know, a jig and a minnow or a jig and a worm or, you know, some kind of jig and plastic, you know, colored plastic, what have you. Um, those, those would be what I, you know, as far as what I'd start out with anyway, that's that's what I'd be thinking about anyway. Um, and, and those combinations would be used with a maybe a little bit heavier line and a, a little heavier jig head. Um, if you are going to be fighting, you know, the current and everything, um, you know, so you can get that, that lure down to the fish uh, through the structure. But um, also with that structure too, you got the heavier line so it, you can avoid breakoffs and things like that. And, you know, if you need to, uh, you know, haul that fish out of, out of some deep timber or deep cover of some kind, then you've got that, uh, uh, advantage as well. So, um, so I mean, I, you know, 10 pound test, something like that, probably a minimum. Um, and certainly if the, uh, the current goes up, uh, yeah, uh, definitely, um, a little heavier jig head, you know, three eighths inch, half ounce, what have you. Um, again, it'll just kind of depend on the particular current, uh, situation, but yeah, more current, heavier jig, simple enough. Um, and right now the water is yeah, relatively clear or whatever. So, you know, you could vary things up, uh, you know, like I was saying earlier, well, this was with, crappies and bluegills, you know, they were biting on any colored jig head. So, and of course, you know, once we get, you know, the water gets a little bit darker, um, maybe something a little bit brighter, um, depending on, like I said, the water conditions, you know, a white, a chartreuse, what have you, um, something to provide a little, you know, maximum visibility for the fish. Uh, who will eventually, of course, as as always, tell you what uh, what their preferences are. So, but regardless of color, uh, you know, a, a slower fa- a slower presentation is a, a, a something to consider. Uh, you know, just move that jig slowly back to you. Let it slowly tick the bottom as you know uh, best you can, depending on the the structure you're working. You know, you can also you know just pick the jig up and and let it slowly fall back down to the bottom again. Um, I mentioned, you know, wing dams a moment ago as a location to check out. Um, might be a little tougher location to work, you know, if you're on the edge of current and, uh, you know, trying to maintain a, a good fishable position. 
Um, but it can be a very productive spot sometimes if you're not following or finding uh, walleyes in, in shallower locations. Um, you know, as the water starts to head down, and I'm hoping that the water isn't going to stay up all this long. Um, but you never know. Um, and as it does, those walleyes, I think, will start to move back down into their more traditional spots. Um, but of course, the trick is going to be to able to, you know, kind of drift over those uh, those wing dams with a, a little bit, you know, a potential for a little bit faster current. Um, you know, just maintain that position. Um, you know, it, it, one technique I was reading about anyway is uh, to actually work upstream against the current. You know, use your boat motor. You know, if you've got a, a little kicker motor. Uh, great, uh, and then just troll bottom bouncer rigs along the, the front of the wing dam or the, the point of the wing dam, for that matter. Um, works the same way. Um, you should hopefully you know, be able to pick off a couple of fish anyway before they, they spook to your presence. Um, an efficient way to, to work this pattern is when you do get a walleye on, just drift with the current downstream and then work back upstream for another pass. Again, you'll want to use heavier bottom bouncers to keep the bait in the strike zone, of course. Um, and, of course, here's another chance, too, to maybe use a, a stick bait, you know, take your pick, Rapala or whatever, uh, versus live bait, you know, if you feel confident uh, avoiding, uh, in avoiding hang-ups as well. So just some, some thoughts, anyway, as far as, uh, uh, you know, dealing with kind of the high water and the current issue. Um, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if that current doesn't start to tick up a little bit here um, as we get into uh, a little bit more high water and everything. Let me just, yeah, eventually here it will get up. It will get up there. You know, maybe, wait a minute here. I'm looking at the... Uh, I just noticed a discrepancy anyway. Yeah, the flow right now is at about 91,000. I misspoke earlier. I said it was, uh, they had it at about 50. So on one page and then 91 on the next. I knew something was off there. It just took me a second to catch it. What happens when you get older? <sighs> anyway, yeah. So now it makes a little bit more sense. So yeah, what I'm talking about, yeah, like I said, you know, yeah. Big difference between 50,000 and 90,000. In terms of uh, in terms of water flow, so just uh, be aware of that. Okay, uh, I'm going to take a break. Come back in just a couple of moments. It's uh, 8:41. WKTY Outdoors will continue in just a few moments on WKTY 96.7 FM, 5:80 AM. City life, you're in the thick of it. Neighbors can be friendly, but you prefer them further away. You're looking for something more quiet, more relaxing, room to stretch out, absorbing the vibrant colors of all four seasons. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or that perfect country home you imagine every time you hear your neighbors. Whatever you're looking for, Tony can seek it out. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Winter is long and riding season is short. Don't let it be any shorter because you didn't have your ATV ready to hit the trails. Stop into Hedgehog ATV for service checks, parts, and gear. Man, it's got you covered and ready to make this season the best riding season yet. So while your friends are stuck at home cleaning their garage, you, my friend, are shredding the trails, splashing through the creeks, enjoying every bump and rock on the trails. So get into Matt at Hedgehog ATV and get riding. Hedgehog ATV in Alaska. Ride more, spend less. Are you a gambler? Are you willing to roll the dice on your vehicle getting through winter without proper maintenance? I'm Phil from Affordable Repair Service. Gambling on making it through winter? Man, are the odds against you. Bring your vehicle to Affordable Repair and we'll stack the odds in your favor. For tires, batteries, and the unexpected problems winter can bring, the safe bet is Affordable Repair Service. Three blocks north of Gunderson Clinic on 8th Street in La Crosse. Your lucky number is 785 
affordable repair service. You're a golfer who plans ahead. You plan your shots and you plan on golfing at different courses all summer long without paying a dime when you get there. How? You planned ahead and picked up a Tri-State discount golf cart before they all sold out. $59 buys you 10 nine-hole rounds of golf valued at over $140. Head to CheapGolfCard.com and you'll be golfing some of the area's best courses this summer. Maycal Grove in Caledonia. Silvercrest Golf Club in Decorah, Ferndale in Rushford, Prairie DeShane Country Club, plus Pine Creek in La Crescent. Imagine that. Ten nine-hole rounds of golf for only $59. The Tri-State's discount golf cart is available online at CheapGolfCard.com. That's CheapGolfCard.com. There's only 100 available. Go to CheapGolfCard.com and buy one for yourself and buy a few for the buds. Just $59 each. The Tri-State's Discount Golf Card, available at CheapGolfCard.com today. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. You've messed up your daughter's haircut. Do you, A, get spiritual? Mom, where's the mirror? Beauty is within. Oh. B, find the positives. Less time blow-drying, more time texting. Or C, show empathy. Mom, you really don't have twinsies. I kind of love it. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Just uh, taking a look at some news and information from around, uh, around the region anyway. Uh, the DNR has, uh, in Wisconsin has uh, revised the plan to outline objectives and strategies to guide black bear management in the state from uh, uh, for the next 10 years anyway from 2019 to 29 the uh, the plan will be available for public comment at the dnr.wi.gov uh, website uh, with the keyword bear from uh, it'll be coming up March 25th through April 14th uh, there are also uh, informational sessions planned around the state uh, by the DNR, and a couple in our area uh, are going to be coming up. The first one is uh, for folks of us, uh, folks of you who are uh, living, I guess, uh, near Richland Center. Uh, there's one coming up on Tuesday, the 26th, uh, at the Pippin Room in Melville Hall at the UW Platteville uh, Richland Campus uh, at 1200 Highway 14 West, and that's uh, the 26th. And then the following day, uh, March 27th. Uh, there will be one in Black River Falls in the Great Room at the Lunda Community Center, 405 Highway 54 West. And the uh, Scott Walter, the DNR Large Carnivore Specialist, said the management plan emphasizes the science-based approach to managing our state's black bear population and will also address current issues such as range expansion into southern counties, uh, agriculture damage, and hunting opportunity. Uh, given the ecological importance of black bears and their direct relevance to so many people, we're excited to get this plan into the hands of the public. And again, you can find more information out on this uh, at the uh, uh, Wisconsin DNR website. Uh, a little closer to home anyway, uh, for those of you outdoor enthusiasts who like to uh, hike and bike the trails in the area here, not surprisingly, I should say, uh, with the... Uh, the thaw here, um, it's kind of making a mess of some of those, or could make a mess of some of the trails uh, in the uh, in the city here. So they have closed a couple of, or a few of them anyway, uh, for the the time being here. Uh, I guess you know, until further notice anyway. Um, they have closed uh, Hickson Forest, Upper Hickson Forest, uh, the Lacrosse River Marsh Trails, and the Mathy Tract. Uh, city Parks and Recreation Outdoor Recreation Coordinator Leah Burns said, uh, um, you know, any hikers or bikers using the trails, again, not surprisingly with the muddy conditions, uh, you know, soft ground, could leave behind deep footprints or ruts that uh, 
contribute to erosion and certainly a, a rough trail. Uh, the city would rather spend the money on upgrading trails and things like that rather than having to spend money on repairing the damage. So, But again, they've got uh, the trails that are closed. They've got those marked off anyway, so um, don't go around them. You know, Pay attention to them. So, and again, it's it's just temporary here as the uh, spring thaw happens. So we've got that as well. Uh, sliding over into Minnesota, uh, the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources says anglers who fish uh, Malac in uh, May will get to keep one walleye, and kind of a big deal. It's the first time since 2015 that anglers on the uh, Minnesota Lake will be allowed to keep a walleye during the open water season. Uh, On Tuesday, the Minnesota DNR said that uh, uh, anglers will be allowed to keep one walleye between 21 and 23 inches uh, or one walleye over 28 inches from May 11th, the uh, fishing opener, through May 31st. Uh, Then the lake will return to catch and release only walleye fishing. And the DNR announced earlier that the lake's improving walleye population uh, would allow for a limited harvest this season. Uh, DNR Fisheries Chief Brad Parson says the regulations represent a careful balance between uh, expanded fishing and conserving the fishing, the fishery, yeah, which is apparently easier said than done. So, got that uh, that going as well. So uh, it is uh, coming up here on 8.50. I'm going to take another uh, short break here and then come back with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY, 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Shop like a badger at Ace of Lacrosse during March. Shop any Monday, wear your badger gear, and get 50% off any one regular priced item under $30. Whether you're a sportsman, a do-it-yourselfer, a professional contractor, or maybe all three, Ace has you covered. Can't find what you're looking for in stock? Ace has a huge warehouse in town. Special orders are a snap and usually there within a day or two. Support the badgers and celebrate their season with a treat at Ace of Lacrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. I love playing basketball. It helps give me exercise and develop my teamwork. Because in basketball, you have to be there for your teammates. And sometimes an assist is better than a score. Alley-oop. Sports can be a great way to teach teamwork. That's one of the reasons that I like to help coach my kids. I'm Scott Kish, and at Schumacher Kish Funeral Homes, we like to think of our community as a team. And at Schumacher Kish Funeral Homes, we'll be there when you need us the most. Breaking Benjamin, live in concert, Saturday, March 23rd, Lacrosse Center Arena, with special guests, Skillet, Under Oath, and Fight the Fury. Tickets on sale now at the Lacrosse Center box office or Ticketmaster.com. New album, Ember, available now. If you like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Assembles balloon animals. He's going to want to come up in here, too. And then Albie's going to get his face paint during the breaks. Card tricks. Balloon animals. No, bro. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Then the weirdo who comes in and does caricatures. For 100 bucks, that guy will want up in, in, in here. Mimes will be knocking down my door. Tie-dye t-shirts, animals, and all things like we used to do when my kids were kids at their birthday parties. No, bro, you can't come in here. And just stay at South by Southwest and do your tricks. No, I'm not going to pick a card. Any card. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY.
WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And a few minutes left to go here in the uh, the show uh, for this Saturday. I uh, just wanted to mention, too, one thing I, I forgot to mention earlier here, that there is a uh, uh, public hearing uh, that the Wisconsin DNR staff, uh, they're doing a couple of them anyway, uh, regarding feedback uh, on a proposed permanent rule pertaining to catfish harvest. Um, the proposed permanent rule follows an emergency rule which was implemented to protect wintering catfish from over-harvest. Uh, it sets size and bag limits, season dates, and gear restrictions to regulate the catfish harvest uh, with a bow and arrow, crossbow, or by hand. Uh, the rule does not impact uh, hook and line regulations for catfish. And, uh, again, there's a, a series of three of them, uh, the first of which is actually going to be coming up uh, this Tuesday uh, at the, the state office building in uh, room B19 and 20 uh, at 3550 Mormon Cooley Road uh, in La Crosse. And uh, the public hearings will be held at 5 o'clock. Um, and they've got one in Oshkosh and Fitchburg as well in the next couple of days. But uh, the one Tuesday, again, is here in La Crosse on, uh, on March the 19th. Uh, if you can't make that anyway, uh, just go to the DNR website and look for proposed permanent rules. Uh, written comments will be accepted through uh, March the 27th in this, uh, in this particular case. So if... Uh, you're into catfishing, then uh, then you might have an interest in that. So by all means, uh, by all means, give that uh, give that a try. And of course, we get the spring hearings coming. Maybe we'll we'll talk a little bit about that uh, a little bit about that next week as well. So um, also want to let you know uh, coming up uh, next Wednesday is the uh, monthly meeting for Cooley Region Trout Unlimited, and uh, Jason Freund is going to be talking about streamer fishing, and uh, use those to simulate local forage fish and, of course, how to fish them as well. Always, I, I love love streamer fishing. Nice big, uh, nice big streamers. And hopefully to catch some nice big trout with them. So, but the, uh, the meeting is, um, if you want to enjoy a nice meal, it's at uh, the Westview Inn in West Salem. Uh, dinner and drinks start at six. The meeting will start at seven. And, uh, of course, uh, feel free to, to stop on by, learn a little bit about the organization and some of the things that, uh, uh, that they do and the efforts that, that they do to improve the, uh, the habitat around the area. I'm sure, uh, uh, you can talk a little bit of, they'll talk to you about that. Some of the projects that they've got, uh, going on for 2019 for, stream and habitat improvement in uh, uh, area trout streams. So, And uh, that's going to be Wednesday at 6 o'clock. So give that, uh, give that a try here. So, uh, again, if you, uh, you know, if you're, I guess to kind of wind things down here too, if you want to, uh, again, head out this weekend and, and try a little fishing anyway, um, I think the big challenge is, is really, going to end up being uh, getting access to uh to decent ice uh and also to uh, uh hopefully finding some good ice you know there is decent ice out there still um again uh, fishing report that I got from Jared up at Fat Cat Bait and Tremple this morning you know said there's you know a foot and a half in spots so um but again uh, you know I I think we're getting to that point at least uh, the last few days anyway, now maybe not quite so much, but, you know, getting it from above with, you know, above freezing temperatures during the day here, we're certainly, you know, we're looking at 39 this weekend, temperatures in the 40s next week, in the, to eventually the 50s. So I'm going to melt it from the top and that'll just mean the water will warm up and start melting it from the bottom. So again, you know, if, if you're going to, the, the fish are there, if you can get out and, like I said, safely find some spots. Uh, the perch bite is starting to uh, starting to pick up a little bit. Um, crappie and bluegill are biting okay. The northern bite is is uh, starting to uh, 
pick up in as well. So I mean, which it's it's already been good. So it's it's continuing and and maybe getting a little bit better here. As again, we uh, are approaching spring, but again, uh, by all means, be safe. Um, I think we're going to just start to see more and more in cases of where it's just going to be more difficult. Yeah, you can see the ice out there, but getting to it is going to be the the tricky part. As uh, you know, you get that shoreline ice starting to to melt, and that's going to be the uh, the challenge. So, by all means, if if you are headed out, please be safe this weekend. Here, uh, certainly don't want to hear any reports of people falling through or anything like that. So, uh, be safe. And of course, with the high water. Uh, that just is another factor as well for uh, concerns for safety. So got to wrap things up for this Saturday. I want to thank you very much for uh, listening to the show today and uh, be back next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. I'm going to head up north and uh, check out the Northwest Sports Show next week. So I have a bunch of interviews with you, new products, and chat with some folks as well. And have that for you here for the next few weeks. So looking forward to that. That's uh, that's going to be coming up on WKTY Outdoors. So until then, have yourself a wonderful weekend. And I will see you next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. And a 